And we are joined now by star defensive back, arguably the best member of any secondary in 2022 when he led the league with six interceptions. It is Jamal Peters. Jamal, thank you so much for joining the show today. Yes, sir. Nice to be here. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I, hey, listen, I'm glad you're here. I'm uh, glad I'm going to be seeing you on Sunday. I believe last year you had like, what did you have, like four or five interceptions against the Tiger Cats? It's it's certainly a team you've done some damage to. Yeah, I had uh, five. I had three the first game, and the next game I ended up having two. So, yeah, it's a good uh, success against them. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, there's a lot to get into here. Uh, but first off, just what were some of your memories from last year's Grey Cup win over Winnipeg? Like, what are the moments that 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 stick out for for you after you know what was an impressive upset against a damn good Blue Bombers team? Oh, I guess when they um went up, I think they had made a the punt return when they went scored a punt return. You know, a lot of uh you know people thought we were just, we lost, but the composure that we had on the sideline. You know, we just kept on fighting, and then shout out to Robert Smith, man. If it weren't for Robert Smith yes. with that block, man, I don't even. I don't. We probably won't even win that win that game, honestly. But we just kept on fighting as a team, stayed as one, kept our composure, know what we had to do, and we all we came out with the win. That was probably probably was the most exciting win that we had, you know, over the season last year. Oh, oh God, yeah, absolutely. Actually, let's. Let's talk about Robbie Smith for a second. And and correct me, Jamal, help me out here because I'm an old man. My memory starts mm-hmm. to get cloudy. Earlier in that game, he got a penalty that mm-hmm. negated a sack or an interception by Caleros, yep. and it looked like Winnipeg was going to win the game, and we could see right. the highlight. Uh, one of the headlines was going to be, big mistake by Robbie Smith. And then mm-hmm. soon after that, blocking the field goal. Uh, how tough is that as an athlete to shut out those mistakes and to focus on the plays at hand. Uh, it, it's it's kind of it's hard, but you just gotta have a uh, like a good mindset. Like I always use for me, for example, I always try to use snap and clear. You know what I'm saying? Like you gonna you're not gonna be perfect. You are gonna make mistakes, but what can, what you gonna do the next play? And that's what Robbie did. Like I know, like he had the penalty, but he he knew that he had to do something. You know what I'm saying? To just to make yeah. an impact on the game, and so it kind of really didn't bother him. It's always we always look at like snap and clear. Play the next play. I mean, you you messed up or you made a mistake, but you got another opportunity to do something great. How important is that at your position to be able to have a short memory and to just stop thinking about mistakes? Because you're in a position, you're on an island. The mm-hmm. rules the rules are set up for the receiver. All the rules are set up to make your job very, very difficult. So there's going to be times you're going to get burnt. There's going to be a touchdown. Right. There's going to be a long catch. How uh, how hard is that and important is it to have a short memory? It's very important. Like you said, the best give up the give the best give up touchdowns. I mean, you're going to get run over. You're going to give, give up a, a deep pit, a cat pass. I mean, you just got to snap and clear. I mean, I had to learn that throughout my career because I'm very hard on myself. You know, even though I'm playing probably one of the hardest positions. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to have a short-term memory and just move forward. And like I say, you just got to make a play the next play. You know, always you live to see another down. So that's how you just got to always control what you can control and then just snap and clear. That's for the most part. Yeah, and I like that snap and clear. I like that. We're joined by Jamal Peters, uh, all-star cornerback, defensive back for your Toronto Argonauts. And again, 7 p.m. Sunday, Argos and Hamilton. 
I, I'm always curious about this with uh, with athletes. Was there a moment, Jamal, in high school, in college, was there a moment when you realized you could make a living playing football? Um, honestly, what's, what's so uh, crazy about it? I never grew up liking football. I was a basketball what? player. Yeah, I liked the basketball. I hated football with a passion. I mean, it's just something that I, I ain't like. But 10th grade, um, one of the starting safeties had went down, and they actually threw me in the game. And once I got in the game, I catch an uh, interception, a 66-yard touchdown. And I've seen my life change right then and there. They made me the, what, high, the number one player in Mississippi. I started getting offers out of nowhere, and I knew my dream of becoming a basketball player was over. So I took the focus, my focus over to football. I always knew I was talented to play. I just didn't like it. But once uh, I started getting out of offers and stuff, I just realized I might as well go ahead and just take this serious and let's see how far we can go with it. That's uh, that's certainly a different story than what we normally hear from the path of any athlete with any specific sport. Uh, right. Speaking speaking of Miss, uh, Mississippi, you, you suffered in your senior year. A, mm-hmm. a massive knee injury, the tearing the MCL and the PCL. And then uh, a couple years back with the Argonauts, another knee injury where you missed a lot of the second half of the season. And I'm curious, how much of the path of any star football player in any league, how much becoming a star, making a living, is based not just on your skills or your passion, but just based on luck and health? Yeah, it's very important to be healthy. I mean, at the end of the day, we can't control what happens. I mean, you get you get hurt, but the main thing, you try to stay on top of your game for the most part. Like, you, you got to do the small things, taking care of your body, because, I mean, with the CFL, it's a long season. I mean, you never know what happens. That's why you just got to step on, stay on top of your game, make sure that you're doing the right things. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't control what, what happens. But that, that's what that's what how I look at it. You just got to control what you control for the most part. But I'll, I mean, you just want you want to have a healthy season. But I mean, sure. All that I do, I stay prayed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Let God lead the way, and hopefully, that I hope I be injury free for every season I come along. How lonely is it sometimes when you're rehabbing, when you can't be with the team, where you're sort of off on the sidelines? I mean, I know there's the the physical side of mm-hmm. uh, of coming back from an injury, but what about the mental and emotional side? It's very, it's very emotional. I just look back and when I tore my MCL, PCL, 2018, my senior year, being out for love, what four to six weeks was very frustrating because, like I said, I like to play. Like I don't like to be out. Don't know athlete. Don't want to go through that. I mean, the rehab part, I just took it as, as me approaching it as a game. That's how I looked at it. And when I, once I got that mindset, I mean, every time I have an a, a injury or something, I just look at it like that. Approaching it as a game, I mean, coming in as workouts, uh, my treatment time, make sure I'm on point and make the uh, rehab process way faster and stuff. But it is lonely, but at the same time, you just got to keep a good – mindset because you can like lose your mind after not playing being with the team joined by jamal peters yeah and you see it all the time because you want to be out there helping your teammates and, right. and then you're on the sideline and then sometimes you might want to rush it but you can't do that i mean god that must be hard all right um i i know the answer is no one okay uh but who you probably want to say no one but who is the receiver uh, that gives you the most trouble? Or who's the receiver where at the very least you know, okay, I have to work a little extra hard today? Oh, uh, well, last, last my first year coming in, I had played, I went against Kenny Lawyer. 
he was a, yep. a problem. That was my first time, like my first CFL game. And then I uh, didn't get a chance to play against him the, uh, my first year. And then second year, he was in Edmonton. And I uh, didn't get a chance to play play against him. So I think he had an injury. And so that's one guy that I can really – I really have to be on my P's and Q's because he got everything in the toolbox. From running routes, jumping, jumping up, catching the ball. And I say Geno Lewis. Geno Lewis yes. is uh, a very uh, – a guy too. He can really run routes. Uh, catch radius is well, off the chart. Both of them, them two type of guys, I really have to be on my game when it's, like, when it's time for me to go up against them. Were you happy that Montreal that uh, that he's out of Montreal that he's out of the East and you, you're going to face Lewis at least a little bit less? Yeah, I kind of I kind of hate that he left because I I thought I wanted to start like you know have a rival uh, with him. I like going against him because he he brings the best out of me. I mean, you want to go right. against the best guys. I mean, that's really that's what type of player that I am. Like, I always want to go against the best guy. Line me up against him and see who who can win the matchup. That is an honorable answer by you. As an Argo fan, I want every opposing receiver to have the same physical limitations that uh, that I do. Uh, Jamal, before I let you go, I know you, were, you, you tweeted a bunch about the NBA playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. Your thoughts, uh, I don't know if you have thoughts, uh, you're happy or sad about Denver winning, Miami losing, Denver coach Mike Malone. I think that's the drunkest I've ever seen a coach yeah. during the Nuggets uh, parade. Uh, any thoughts on the end of the NBA season? Uh well you know I I didn't watch the NBA finals because I'm not no fan of neither team I'm a LeBron James <laughs> fan so I was rooting for the Lakers so I was kind of hurt when uh the Nuggets knocked us off so I was kind of really hurt so I ain't watched the finals for real I like it so you are a real sports fan because a real sports fan has uh, has um you know uh, a, a moments of emotion like that so you're like all right LeBron is out I am out I can uh, right. I can respect yeah. that yes sir hey. Jamal, uh, I can't wait to see you guys on Sunday. Thrilled that you're back. And, again, congratulations on not only winning the Grey Cup, but all the injuries that you've been able to overcome and being an all-star last year, leading the league in interceptions. I Hopefully you continue your success again against Hamilton. Uh, you know, Bo Levi Mitchell threw a couple high last week. I, I, you, you don't have to comment on Bo if you don't, but, you know, he uh, threw a couple high last week against the Bombers. So uh, I like your chances this week. Yes, I appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. That is Jamal Peters from your Toronto Argonauts. Again, argonauts.ca is where you go for tickets. And a uh, a reminder, you can also listen to the game right here on TSN 1050, 7 o'clock. Uh, and we'll, uh, uh, when you, you heard from Mike Hogan as well.